0: aunts and uncles, anyone in need. Join us now to learn more about estate planning essentials with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford, Jr. Here now are Michael and Don. I faced it all, and I stood tall, and did it my way.
1: And I welcome you once again to another estate planning essentials program aggressively determined to protect your family, your assets, and you. And my name is Don Crawford Jr., the KWAM co-host, the KWAM owner, and the KWAM partner. And I'm sitting with my friend who should be your estate planning partner, our attorney, who should be your attorney, Michael Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hello, Don, and happy new year yeah, to happy you. Happy new year to you. I can't believe now that 22 is in the rearview mirror and we're now supposed to write on our checks 23 and think and say 23. How did we get here so quickly?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of glad that the year is over with, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the pandemic, the start of the year, it was worse. And now um, hopefully things are getting better. So I'm glad that 2022 is in the rearview mirror. I want to mention one thing too, before we even begin, and I want to thank you uh, and everybody else involved here at the at KAAM, but in particular, you know, we talked about, um, uh, I think it was last week's show that we mentioned um, uh, on the Alzheimer's Association, uh, how the goal for the walk was $1,450,000, uh, and I told you that we were uh, 5000 short of that uh, at the end of 2022, and Thanks to y'all's generosity, uh, we have which we received uh, that uh, the very end of the year. Uh, you put us over. Mm. You put us over uh, to. I know that at least as of December the 30th, that we were at one million four hundred fifty-nine thousand. Mm. Thanks to you, uh, we'll help. Uh, you know, have more research and help those who are giving service to those with Alzheimer's. And so I would be remiss if I didn't say something uh, and thank you all for your generosity. I guess I should also thank Toyota and and uh, Highland Springs and some of the corporate donors who really sure. um, uh, also stepped up to the plate. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, this is uh, hopefully going to be a better year for everybody. You're welcome. Um, you sandbagged me. I didn't know
1: you were going to even mention this. I didn't even know if you knew that we made the extra contribution uh, towards the end of the year to help the Alzheimer's Organization, but uh, we're glad we did. I appreciate what you said. We really care about that insidious disease, and you and I share articles at least once a month on progress that they're making, and it looks like
2: they're making that, and I believe in our lifetime there's going to be a cure. Yeah, I do too. I think they're going to be one step at a time, and you know, I'm, I'm guessing that there's going to be a national conference in San Diego on uh, January 26th. I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be some more announcements at that time.
1: I hope so. That's very promising and exciting. And thank you again for saying that. You certainly didn't have to. Um, today, we want to talk about end of the year concepts, of course, uh, ideas, policy, legislation, uh, laws. And this is what you specialize in and you mentioned to me before the program that there was a new signing that just happened last week uh, that is regarding the SECURE Act and how it affects IRAs. And you wanted to address that today.
2: You know, of course, we had the big spending bill, the $1.7 trillion spending bill that was signed by the president on December 29th. Wow. And there's so much in there. I mean, um, and I thought that we would talk about the IRA, how this affects People. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The idea is to try to get people to save more for retirement. I know personally, uh, I have a 401k at my office, and one of the employees said, You know what? I'd rather just have salary. And I said, Well, Donna. Mm-hmm. It's better to save for – you need to save for retirement. And the whole idea is a lot of uh, people, especially if their income is um, middle income or lower, that you need to save for retirement. And so Congress and is saying, gee, what can we do to encourage people to save for retirement? So they're doing different types of things. And this probably is not the end, just like the original SECURE Act that was passed uh, – and end of 2019 that became effective at the beginning of 2020, which had different things like increasing the age from 70 and a half to 72, uh, and then giving various other incentives to people to save for retirement. Here there's more. And so I thought I would go over something so that people will know um, what those things would be, whether it be an employer or employee, which would give them an opportunity to take advantage not only for themselves from either a tax perspective or save for retirement. So I thought I would go over a few different things. Right. The first thing is starting in 2025, most businesses that will have a 401k will um, have a automatic enrollment So in other words, the employee would have to opt out. So they would take a portion of their salary and automatically put it into a 401K. Hmm. Yeah. So it's not that people can't, but if it's automatic, there's less people that will, you know, if you have a choice at the beginning, just like I was telling you about – Employee Donna, they they want to have the money. They mm-hmm. just give me the money right now. I need to spend it right now. And, you know, because most, many Americans, quite frankly, live from paycheck to paycheck. Right. But you need to th- think as, as America ages. And now I realize that the life expectancy of Americans is the lowest it's been in probably two decades because of COVID, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But really for the most part, people will be living longer once we get out of this pandemic or if we're not already out of it. Interesting. So, Why do you
1: think it's two years from now? Why 2025 instead of- Oh, because they just passed
2: the legislation. Oh, okay. And so a lot of these, a lot of the things that we're talking about, uh, it's varies. some of things will be effective immediately and some things will be after 2024 and some after 2025. So it's just gonna depend uh, on and, and I doubt that we'll be able to go through all the myriad of all the little details of each one of these things. But uh, some of them, it's, it's just the idea. It just was passed. And so since it was just done, um, you know, just passed on December 29th, got to give some people a little bit of time. People aren't even, you know, used to setting up 401Ks or whatever, mm-hmm. some people – there's also going to be oh and by the way they're going to take out uh, the contribution will be increased one percent each year so it will start off um, like with three percent and goes up to ten percent. All right, the next thing is a, it's called a saver's match. So if you have this is a this is a where the government will give you a match to try to get you to save for retirement if your income is less I think than seventy one thousand dollars. Then, which you know, many Americans or maybe most Americans' income is, they'll give you a fifty percent match. Really, it was the equivalent of one thousand dollars that Mm -hmm. they're basically going to match to save, have you encourage you to save for retirement. Now, this is only for people who um, I believe who uh, paid pay their taxes and then they kind of get it like a the back end like a tax credit, like a refund. So, but still, the government's encouraging you to save by giving at least, let's say, this $1,000 towards con- you contributing to a retirement account. There's also going to be a, uh, there's going you know, sometimes people have just part of life, there's emergencies. So they're thinking about having some sort of thing where you could have like within your, uh, let's say, 401k, a, a savings account where you could have uh, a, an emergency uh, account, So when bad things happen, you know, and the whole idea of estate planning too is that bad things could happen. Mm-hmm. Things happen in life. So they have this part of the provisions is you could have uh a nominal amount that could be taken out for an emergency uh, i say a nominal amount uh, it's it's like up to like $1,000 mm-hmm. i guess that's I, I guess it depends on you might have some immediate expense need and so you have this th- uh, savings account that will allow you to uh, take out uh, with that, you know normally when you take out of an ira before age 59 and a half then uh, then you're going to get income taxed. Right. So now they're going to let you do this and now you can repay whatever it is over either three years it will be treated as like a loan after for income or you can repay it and it will be no income tax. No ding whatsoever then? No ding whatsoever. That's right. if, yeah. So so in other words, they want you to uh, we you know we don't want you to if something bad happens uh, we want to give you some flexibility without feeling like you're going to get taxed, and we want you to be able to get back to your retirement account so in case of emergencies there's a linkage.
1: I like that. You've always taught us over the years, um, and this sounds very similar, it's a box within a box. Yeah. And this sounds like it's a very safe box that you can reach into without being taxed, and that's nice to hear.
2: Yeah, and and so, um, you know, the, the idea here is to help people and encourage them to save without feeling like that they're either going to be penalized. Right. Or, and, and so, in fact, actually, another one of the things that they're doing, you know, the ex, since we're talking about excise tax, which is 10% if you take out before age 59 and a half. Uh, and the past, um, or right now, uh, when you take out of a retirement account, let's say you didn't take out of a retirement account once you reach the age of required for required minimum distributions. Uh, that age, uh, by the way, was if you were 70 and a half before January 1st, 2020, was 70 and a half. Uh, after that if you were 70 and a half after january 1st 2020 you did not have to take out required minimum distributions until you were 72 okay. under the new law uh, which i think will be becomes effective uh, next year not not this coming year uh, that uh, that it's going to be increased to 73 that's right it's going to be in twenty. 20- 23, I believe. The um, then ten years later, if you're not 73 before January 1st, 2025, then uh, it will be uh, 75. And it keeps going up because people are living yeah, longer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So in other words, what they're doing is they're saying that uh, you, 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 your money can grow tax deferred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just this is kind of like what we were just talking about before about that people are going to be living longer. And basically what they're saying is, you know, as a result, we'll let your money grow, have further, uh, hopefully, the idea of uh, a retirement account. Originally, the whole idea was to save for retirement. And so you have your money grow tax-deferred until you take out, and then you get taxed. So now you're going to have this uh, further time frame uh, before you have to take out so your money can grow uh, even further, and the excise tax, uh, if you didn't take out, uh, right, at the present time is 50%. So, you know, sometimes you see people who just never take out, what do you mean I'm going to get the excise, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take it out, and they, they get this 50% tax, right. that's going to be reduced to 25% under the new law. So You know, it's uh, funny because we have that uh, belief that people keep living
1: longer, which is basically true. Except, um, and I'm about the credo, trust but verify. So what I have to say, what you say, always trust it to the listeners, but maybe verify it however you need to. I thought I read this year that last year the mortality rate dropped. Right. Because of COVID? Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. it went down. I don't know if that's going to happen in 22 or 23. Hopefully it'll continue to go back up and people yeah, yeah, live yeah. longer. But right. I thought it was kind of interesting. Right. And that's what I first thought COVID, and they, they verified that in the article.
2: Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier, that it was the low the lowest life expectancy in 20 years oh. uh, because, because of COVID and some of these other things are mm-hmm. related to it. Mm-hmm. So the average life expectancy for the last couple of years has actually... Actually gone down, mm. uh, but we anticipate, just like Congress is anticipating, that people live longer. Just you know, it's just kind of like uh, how on Social Security it used to be that people uh, took out at sixty five, and then they gradually changed it to 66, 66, and a crop you know, cut two months and four months depending on the year of your birth until sixty seven. The idea, you remember when they did the Social Security Administration did the Social Security to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, rather. Uh, the life expectancy was probably 70. You say oh you work till you're 65 and sure. that's you get Medicare now and then because we don't expect you to live to uh, the average life expectancy is 70 and, mm-hmm. and of course that's gone up throughout the years and we anticipate that will continue to do that. I always tell about talk about my wife's grandmother uh, who lived to be 107 and a half. Yeah, she died prematurely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, you know, so people live longer, and so uh, you know as a result, uh, that means we have to save for a longer life expectancy. Uh, you know we have advances in medication and diet and awareness of these types of things. People will can if a lot of people will live longer, and as a result, if you're going to live longer, there's more likelihood of disability. I had somebody in my office. Uh, who was around i don't know if he was 70s or 80s but uh you know he's been diagnosed with alzheimer's 12 years ago amazing and uh in 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 but he will, you know he may live a long time still Uh, He seemed to be in fairly good shape. Um, I think we'll talk about mental capacity to sign documents in a later show probably and then sometime later in January. But in any event, the bottom line is people will live longer. So they may not have have died of the heart attack because they could have bypass surgery. But you might end up having some sort of dementia-related disease because you live longer. The longer you live, the more likelihood of something like that. Then that gets into what do you do. That's why why we talked about the Alzheimer's Association at the beginning of the show, because it's so important to try to do something for so many people because it's gonna that amount of people is going to increase. Yes. And so we need to do something about that. And, and you want a quality of life. I had somebody... Uh, Quite frankly, uh, just yesterday, uh, he was telling me how his his wife has frontal temporal dementia, mm-hmm. and she doesn't even she his wife of. Fifty years or something, or close to it, doesn't even recognize him, and doesn't. doesn't you know, is now aggressive because of the disease. Uh, it's just these dimensions are going to continue to increase. So, we live longer. We need to have, and we may need the money mm-hmm. to live. To, and so that's why all this re- save for retirement. Becomes real important. Uh, so anyway, that's why we're talking about these types of things. And by the way, it's if you're 73 in uh, this year in this 2023, that's when it'll start. Then you have to start making required minimum distributions if you haven't already. Uh, and so, and then 75. Uh, if you are not, uh, if you become 75 on January 1st, 20. 33 or thereafter. Mm-hmm. We, when we talked early in the year, there had been, you know, the House bill had at had 73, 74, 75, a gradual, and then they had to talk with the Senate. And this is one of those things, one of these laws, by the way, uh, that has... A word that I say that hasn't been used in a long, 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 long time back in the prehistoric days bipartisan support. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I've heard about so, that. Yeah, yeah. You heard that it's word. A, it's you a you remember that? It's a go theory. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, this is one of those things that had bipartisan support, but Good. they didn't want to, you know, how nothing seems to get done before the elections, mm-hmm. and then they have the elections, and then they, they pass things. Mm-hmm. So, that's what pa- this is part of what passed, and of course, we're going to go into more. Good. I look forward to that. Before we get into that, though, I want to talk about your workshop where everybody
1: that attends those workshops gets to enjoy what I do on a weekly basis, and that is to meet with you and to do this program face-to-face, in-person, live. Um, I ask questions during this program. You answer them very wisely and insightfully. They get to do the exact same thing at these workshops that you've been doing for, what, 10 years now? Uh So very successful workshops. Successful not in the money-making way. Successful in that it helps Michael provide his expertise to the attendees who get to come for free and ask questions about their individual circumstances regarding government assistance, like the SECURE Act, what does it mean, or wills and trusts and estate planning in general. And the next workshop is Tuesday, January the 24th at 10 a.m. Again, it's in person, it's not online. First, Michael, tell them where the workshop is and then what goes on.
2: Yeah, it's a free estate planning essentials workshop. People often ask about estate planning wills, trusts, powers of attorney, Medicaid benefits, veterans benefits. I actually, have ne- I don't. it's very rare that the questions become about IRAs mm-hmm. that we've kind of talked about here today. I just thought it was important for people to know. Uh, just like on the workshops, it's more of an educational thing. I just think I just want to let you know and so that you could do whatever it is that's best for you and your family. Uh, so uh, we, we ask people what they want to know, and the questions vary. And yes, we've been doing them for 10 years. Now, uh, you'll see what questions that other people have, and you're going to learn from that. And you'll see whatever, uh, you know, answers your questions uh, about estate planning. And uh, if you do go to that free Estate Planning Essentials workshop, which is two hours, it's at our office building in our conference center, which is close to uh, LBJ and Central Expressway, okay. but it's really Uh, Right behind Medical City Hospital, which is on Forest Lane. Forest Lane, right? Okay. Yeah, Um, we're right behind Medical City. Perfect. And. Uh, Again, we see what you want to know, and we answer your questions. And if you do, go to that free estate planning essentials workshop. We also give you a free vision. We call it a vision meeting to go into your situation in more depth if you'd like. It's no obligation. So you basically get three free hours of legal education without any obligation. Excellent. Uh, To attend that, by the way, you would have to call either 214 720 O one oh two, that's two one four seven two oh oh one oh two or preferably sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. dot com. That's Dallas dot com, or call again that two one four seven two zero one oh two number.
1: They call it the URL. URL is your website address. Michaels is DallasElderLawyer.com. dot com. Well. I'd rather that any day. There's accountability. There's full disclosure. There's transparency. There's truthfulness. None of this mendacity that we have to live with around us all the time where we're not sure. Michael's right there. He'll answer it to the best of his abilities. He'll tell you he doesn't know, which is very rare. And then you'll walk out of that workshop, I almost guarantee, more knowledgeable about your circumstances and others, because you'll hear what the others have to ask and what Michael will talk about after a mini presentation. And then you go into that free vision meeting, too, and you can't beat this. As Michael would say, who could ask for anything more? Well, <laughs> uh, three free hours is pretty darn good, especially coming from Michael Cohen. You're Dallas legal expert on estate planning and government assistance. So dial 214-720-0102 or go to com to sign up for Michael's next workshop, for Michael's podcast of all of these programs, and his newsletter, which he sends out. Is that monthly, the newsletter? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, the next one is next one on Secure Act, did you say?
2: Well, the February newsletter will probably have the different changes in the law okay. because some things will kind of from the government will get a little bit clearer, uh, although we think we have the, the idea of what the law is going to be. I think the um, Secure Act has
1: more than just IRAs in it, so it oh, could yeah, be complicated.
2: Yeah. It, it gets a lot. There's so much more that we haven't discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could just, we'll could discuss a little bit more in the limited time that we have, but there, there's a lot that okay. we won't have a chance to talk about well, today. I
1: appreciate all the more reason to sign up for that newsletter as well to get it straight from the local source, which is Michael Cohen. So again... The horse is the workshop. The cart is the vision meeting. So sign up for that uh, workshop as soon as possible. Michael, about four minutes left on
2: the SECURE Act. Well, I want to talk about a few other things. You know, sometime, I'll, I'll talk uh, uh, one about emergency savings, not just the ones that were just immediate family things, but mm-hmm. let's say you have a federal disaster. Mm-hmm. Then they also let you do a lot more for that. Uh, so if there's a federal uh, disaster, they'll let you take out of that uh, as well um, uh, to, without a penalty. Good. Uh, the, uh, so that's important. And I want to also mention about the um, student loans. So they're going to let the employers have a ability to have a – as part of their plan – Uh, Where, if the employee pays their student, pays a portion of their, 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 you know, let's say a student loan, they will match. As a contribution to their retirement account, hmm. equal to the amount of that student loan payment, uh, up to a certain amounts. But so, in other words, we want to encourage. You know, one of the, there's lots of obstacles for people saving for retirement. One, of course, is student loan debt, and so we this has been a lot in the news. They're talking about forgiving this and that. Of course, we don't know if all that will really happen and to what extent, but. It, it's it's a way to you know when anybody has debt, that means they're they're not going to be saving for retirement. When you have debt, and so many people have debt, uh, especially in this uh, credit card uh, eight times that we live. Yes. So um, here, this uh, gives the people to to. Reduce their student debt and yet save for retirement at the same time. So it's kind of a novel idea. Uh, it's been thought about for actually some time, but it took a while to get bipartisan support. And but now uh, we want to if we don't want to penalize somebody like just like we don't want to penalize somebody who had a tornado hit their home. And we want to be able to have them be able to have access to their retirement account. We also want people to pay off their student loans, Mm -hmm. and we're giving an incentive to them. So this is – as you'll see, all these different things are different incentives for people to – especially, you know, in the past, quite frankly – Retirement counts, 401k, you know, as an employer, we have, um, I have a 401k at my office. There's different tax incentives. You get a deduction besides being able to save for retirement. It was really more beneficial for those who um, were more well healed than uh, those who had less. And uh, so this gives those who have less more incentives to save for retirement count. We do need to. Uh, give some uh, incentives for those because, really, those are the people that need the help, and we need to help them save for themselves. Agreed. Yeah. Completely. So that's, that's really important. Um, there's going to be also a tax credit for uh, small businesses to – Uh, If they set up, they're going to have some deductions from their administrative expenses. So uh, if you're a small business, now you're not forced to set up a 401k or anything like that. But if you do, they're going to give you some benefits, uh, a credit for setting one up, Uh, more of a credit than in the past. It used to be uh, the lesser of 50 percent or five thousand dollars or something like that, and it's now going to be 100 percent if you have 50 or fewer employees. Some of the other things are um, are are going to be like uh, some things like if there's domestic. Uh, elder uh, domestic abuse. Mm. They'll let you have a penalty free withdrawal. And also a lot of people don't realize that there's also a thing where you don't have to there's, you could have like a certain annuity contract that you don't have to uh, within, in a retirement account, it used to be 25% not to exceed like 145000 or something like that but to take out when you're 85. Uh, now it's going to be 200000 It's no longer the 25%. So if you have a somebody who saves longer it's is going to have a longer life expectancy, you might be able to do this what's called a QLAC to save for your later life if you're like Grandma Gusty who lived to be 107 and a half. Q-lack. There's the phrase, no idea what that
1: is. Um, it, it sounds complicated. Secure Act is complicated. Uh, government assistance, uh, state planning, all of it can be uh, deep and confusing. To get some answers that you need, attend Michael's next workshop, which is Tuesday, January the 24th at 10 o'clock. Dial 214 720 214 720 Or go to dallaselderlawyer.com. Dallaselderlawyer.com. He's our Dallas Elder Lawyer and he should be yours. Michael Cohen, I thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. The record shows. I took the blows and did it my
0: way. A leading estate planner practicing law for decades in Dallas, Texas. Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the Texas and federal laws. The next step to that end is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com and sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102.